He's been alive for a he's a he's a walking forest. <laughs> Smoky Bear told us he warned us about this stuff, you know? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Tony here from Kapowcast and bringing you the Kapowcast Masters of the Universe Revelations Review. Joining hey me is John motherfucking Bruski. <laughs> what is up, dude? Oh, I have the power, as you can see, <laughs> thanks to Dollar Tree. Uh, yeah, Target failed me. I was going to go pick me up something, but... Uh, Nope. I guess those scalpers watched the show and they were like, I'm going to grab every single solitary <laughs> one of these. Absolutely. That's that's exactly what happens. Even even all the, uh, what was the one that you got from Target the other day? Um, oh, uh, Battle Cat or? No, 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 no. From Revelations. Was that? Uh, I got Skelligod and I got the Battle Skelligod. Cat. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. Skelligod. That was the one I kept seeing everywhere and that was, I was like, oh, I'll grab that, you know. It, it, it's a good looking figure. I think they're yeah, fantastic yeah. looking figures. It's just one of those things, you know, don't break the seal. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking about uh, Masters of the Universe, Revelations. And uh, don't worry, uh, this show will not include me rattling off a bunch of other negative reviews like so many other channels have been doing. This is, <laughs> this is, this is our thoughts on the product in which Kevin Smith gave us. Um, and also I don't think you'll be hearing any, uh, soreness from our side of things, maybe a little bit on John, but yeah, it, you know, I, I mean, I, I think with anything you have to have fair criticism, fair judgment, right? Exactly. I, I think that's the one thing that I like about Kapowcast too, is we all have our different opinions and our rating system is absolutely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> go back, listen to any of the other episodes that have been reviewed by you, Jeff and Mike. Uh -huh. uh, I, I think it's been fairly well, you know, I, I, I mean, sure. Yeah. We probably have some bias, right. But that's with anything that we oh, yeah. enjoy and that we love, but um, you know, I, there's, I think there, there's definitely some, some topics that like uh, we certain ones of us, depending on what it is, have blinders on like, you know, like uh, Mike stresses all the time about how he, for the longest time, was in denial about the Green Lantern movie and how it was good. <laughs> and I, I think everybody else is in, in agreement that, that the Warner Brothers Green Lantern movie starring Ryan Reynolds was not good. Yeah. I mean, if that's your cup of tea, if that's what you enjoy, I mean, great, man. More power to you. But like in the same vein, Jeff Johns um, himself said it wasn't good. Yeah, I'm just I'm yeah. throwing that out there right now. The savior of the Green Lanterns yes, yeah. said eh. <laughs> no comment. I said, oh, that means you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I but, mean, I, I know that there's some movies that I hold near and dear to my heart that definitely exactly. haven't won any uh, Academy Awards. So right. Oh, yeah. I'll there's there's, that way. there's there's a bunch of movies. I, I love Batman and Robin. Oh, but, me too, man. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, everybody declares that as the worst Batman. And I I, 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 I agree and I disagree at the same time. It's yeah, just right? about your outlook in life, really. Uh, I think to, so. To set up some standards here with this review... I will personally come out and say that Masters of the Universe, He-Man, all that stuff, for me when I was younger, was more of, of a, a comedic angle. At a young age, I realized that, you know, 
uh, this this show was based solely to uh, sell toys. So I never got into it super seriously. I never was just like, oh, yeah, Masters of the Universe. Woo, He-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I, like I told you earlier, like it's literally a muscular man. But inside, he's just a little boy. And that says a lot about the fan base. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I think... Uh one of those things too for for us and i know you know like jeff's a little bit older uh than than both of us but not by much and i'm a little bit older than you yeah uh so i know like at that time you basically were catching reruns if if that if stuff was exactly. going on right yep. like so it's like especially the 80s i think that's one thing that a lot of people kind of forget about is yeah sure there is the rerun side of thing but man they were releasing cartoon after cartoon after cartoon so like why would you want to watch old you know masters of the universe when gi joe's on now or this new hot thing called ninja turtles right mm-hmm. like at the tail end of the 80s early 90s it just makes sense why like that stuff doesn't catch on so right. like I, I mean, for me, I remember uh, uh, He-Man and I remember She-Ra uh, as a small child. And I think the only reason why I remember those so vividly is because I had older brothers. And so they were into mm, it. And yep. like, those are some of my earliest memories, you know? Uh, so I, I I remember that. And, you know, G.I. Joe was kind of more like my thing. And then I absolutely loved Turtles. By then, my brothers were way too older, but like Turtles j- just getting into it, right? So... Uh, definitely 80s child, um, definitely barbarian, you know, that stuff. I love Conan. I loved Conan as a kid. Uh, uh, you know, the, um, censored version that you saw on TV. (laughs) So, and and then the second one too, you know, the PG version as well. Um, but yeah, it definitely, I don't know what it is. Barbarians and, uh, scantily clad muscle men uh, i'm into pro wrestling i'm seeing my therapist about this i'm working these things out so <laughs> uh all, all jokes aside though you know like I, I think that's one of those funny things there is a lot of scantily clad muscly men in the 80s and oh, yeah. uh, 90s and well, um I've, if you, if you look us. at it though like in the 80s that was the that was in the point in time that wrestling started to like really come to the forefront Absolutely. So yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it, it really, probably goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know, larger yeah, than life characters. You know, when you see, you basically see these guys that look like He Man and and you know Conan and all that. Like these are superheroes come to life. Yep. Uh, so much so, I mean, there's Hulk Hogan and the Incredible Hulk and the funny little uh, history <laughs> around that too, with with uh, Marvel and WWF and <laughs> and uh, you know all the other wrestling uh, with with Hulk and his name, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely it. Uh, this revelation was. Um, I, I think we all were excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I'll get one of the negative things out of the way uh, right away, um, because for the most part, I'm I, I'm positive uh, about this. I really enjoyed it. I really liked everything. I think the one thing that I can agree upon with a lot of the uh, fanboys that get really upset was the trailer. Uh, the trailer absolutely sold you nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was telling you guys, I was telling some other friends, it really reminded me of when Anchorman came out, uh, where when the trailer came out for Anchorman, a majority of that trailer was deleted scenes. And so people would be like, 
wait a minute, I didn't, I don't remember that being in the movie because it wasn't. Because it was There was actually yes. a time period, if you recall, when Anchorman was released on DVD at the time, they actually had a an extended like DVD with it that was basically a whole other movie on its own. And it was absolutely insane. They filmed that much that they, they had two movies for this. I remember um, I remember the two just set. I, I, I know uh, originally, I don't know if they still call it now for political correctness, but what you used to call that stuff was trailer trash. The stuff that you didn't <laughs> see uh, what, that was in the trailer, but it never made it to the movie because it got trashed. It got taken right, out of the movie. Cut. So, you know, that was that was the fun little nickname that they gave it. Um but I felt like this was definitely a uh, swerve, really big. I we we saw this stuff that was in the trailer for the for the TV show, yet it, it, was, it was made in such a way that it did not tell you that story. It was, and like, I really think you would have took about half those guys that are pissed off if you would have been truthful and honest in the trailer. Yes, you are still going to get those guys that were upset and about woke culture or whatever you know they want to put blame on or anything like that. Right. Um, you're still going to get those guys, but I think that would have been a smaller percent. Uh, I, I think a lot of people were were pretty pissed that they felt misled. That you know Kevin Smith's like, oh nostalgia, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm Kevin Smith, and like you love <laughs> you're me. You're doing his hand thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, it was just uh, it, it is what it is, and then like. The stuff came out and then he was backpedaling on things and he was mm-hmm. pulling a Kevin Smith when something doesn't go his way. And, you know, like, I don't know. Anytime that he gets negative publicity, there's a certain route Kevin Smith goes with it. And he totally did it this time around. And, you know, he started putting blame on Netflix and then he was yeah. just kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, like they liked it and that's all that matters, you know? And uh, it just was kind of funny that like you couldn't just say um you couldn't come out and be like yeah you're you're absolutely right we handled we mishandled the trailer we shouldn't have handled it that way uh but you know just wait which makes me curious about what the next part is because i was really excited for the next part yeah but like no one's saying just wait for the next part so (laughs) who knows i know i know um obviously this is going to be full of spoilers right so yeah spoiler warning (laughs) but like even them they released a uh commentary companion after the show oh i didn't get to watch that actually uh because when i watched it the commentary companion was not there yeah right yeah same the the first time uh and then i just never got i never got the the chance to actually sit down and watch that even though i watched this three times i I said earlier three times um, yeah. But yeah, I, I never actually got to sit down and watch that part, which that's like, that's my cup of cup of tea. I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Right. Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. This one was kind of more like, it felt more of an infomercial than it did some of the other stuff. Like when the stranger things did the commentary, that was fun. That was yeah. nice. You know, those things are fun. Like the walking or the talking dead and all yep. that, you know? Uh, I think it depends the, on the host with those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This, this was definitely a, an infomercial that was trying to really push it. Um, so I'll say that the, uh, one of the, um, positive sides to that little commentary was, uh, I, I, I'm, I really apologize because his name is, is it Bob Openhower, the original Skeletor? Um, once I, again, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm really sorry. I, I'm probably, <laughs> 
just having a mental mental pause there, but he was on it, and uh, it was really nice to have him talk with the cast, and, you know, he had even mentioned, too, uh, something that I never knew about, but, like, he said... um, he was really happy to be back with it and he felt honored to be a part of it. And, you know, talked about his doing Skeletor, uh, but then also mentioning how uh, a father in his thirties came up to him one time with his seven and eight year old. And like, he was talking and he got choked up and he was like, I'm sorry, this just really resonates with me. Uh, like these kids wanted to kill themselves and He-Man was the one like savior for them, you know? And like, Whoa. The, yeah, man. Yeah. So like seven and eight year olds were life's that bad for him. Uh, but they could always look forward to uh, Masters of the Universe. And he was like, that was just a paycheck to me. But, like, seeing that, like, that put a new perspective in my eyes. And he never really thought, like, the PSAs at the end meant anything, you know. It was just like, oh, hey, you know, this is, it's just a job. <laughs> but yet, like, those PSAs were really uh, helpful to kids, you know. Oh. And so. You were close. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer. Alan, thank you. Thank you. So. Uh, also the voice of Falcor. Yes, Kevin Smith was so excited to be like, we killed off He-Man twice, you know, like doing his <laughs> hand thing and stuff. And like, he was so excited about that. And I was yeah. just like, you know, you knew what you were doing. And if in the trailer you made this uh, more along the lines of, hey, Eternia is not all fun and games, like shit happens. Like, I think you would have got a lot of fans being like, no shit, what? Right. You know, like, I got to tune in for this. I got to see what's happening. And, of course, like, I think a lot of things, too, that people kind of forget is, uh, you know, Tila in the original series also played played quite a big role as well. So, yes. you know, I know everyone was like, oh, this is just the Tila story. I would have just watched She-Ra, which uh, <laughs> She-Ra's also been pretty fun, by the way. I've been watching that uh, a little bit. Really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different, different animation style and stuff like that. Um, uh, which I'm, I'm surprised, you know, that didn't get shit on because like, you know, with Teen Titan goes or Thundercat roar. Yeah. Uh, uh, the moment that you change up the style and the, the gimmick of it, people get all in an outrage. So and as drastically as that too. Like, yeah, I, I really, you know, I know uh, some people were like, Oh man, uh, why do you have to shove this stuff in my face? And, you know, I didn't see any of that when I was watching it. I did not. I just, I I will say when I first watched it and usually I don't really try to seek out spoilers or anything like that. The Mm -hmm. the trailer is mostly the thing that I'll be most spoilery about. Right. Um, So like watching it, I was like, oh man, that's kind of weird. But like, I like where this is going. This is very interesting. To me, it read like a comic book. And that like, hey, we're going to start off the first arc of this comic book like this. And you think that you're going to get this. But actually, you know, we're going to tell the story over a period. And I mean, that's not a surprise. This is Kevin Smith. You know, Mm -hmm. for those that don't know, which I mean, if you're watching, how do you not know? Kevin Smith writes comics as well. And so uh, it really, to me, this all fit in. And he only wrote the first episode, I believe. The rest he just executive produced, and it was written by other people. Uh, see, I was, um, trying to, I was trying to catch that, but Netflix, it does that thing where it, like, cuts off the beginning. Yeah, when yeah, you're, man. When you're, when you're, when you're binging, uh, it yeah. cuts the beginning off. So then I was just like, wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you really had to pay attention because I was like, did he write the whole series? And so that was one of those things that I looked for. He only wrote the first episode. I'm, I'm pretty positive. I don't think he wrote any of the other episodes, um, but the first one. And it starts from there. And then, uh, 
you know, I, 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 th- I thought that was just kind of cool. Uh, I mean, I, I can understand some people's gripes with some of the things in it. But then again, like I, I went out of my way and I bought season one and season two streaming on uh, Amazon. And uh, this is no endorsement of Amazon. It was just Amazon had them. And so I bought them and I was rewatching them. And that's one of those <laughs> things, too. Any type of thing that you watch with your adult eyes or you read with your, you know, as an adult, that's one of those things that I love revisiting, whether it's physical media, like uh, like movie media or, or book. You know, hey, I read this as a kid. I now want to read this as this age. I want to yeah. read it again in 10 years. Because right. it's always going to be different, always going to be something different about it. And that's just the thing. You realize as a kid, you don't think about the animation style or anything like that or that they were cutting corners and saving on so much money. Um, I just recently saw that Orko was originally supposed to be like Gloppo or something like that, uh, but they didn't want to put the G on his chest because they couldn't mirror some of the cells. So they just went with the O. And uh, I thought, oh, that's interesting, but it makes sense. You know, I... um, I, I was just uh, watching a YouTube video, I want to say, or, or maybe a documentary. I, I Forgive me. I watched way too much that uh, <laughs> someone was saying, too. I think it was Hanna-Barbera that was the ones that really started it. You're like, hey, you want to know why like Fred Flintstone wears a, ne- a collar or, or Yogi Bear wears a collar or Scooby-Doo has a collar? You know, like some of these anthropomorphic animals uh, wear collars was that they could keep the body the same, but they just changed the head. The head so yeah. I was like smart that's really smart and they said that they cut down on so much on uh, on drawing yep. that uh, you know they saved a lot of money especially when things were prices were increasing so like another thing too uh not to get into the political side of it i i don't know too much about it i'm i i have to say i'm ignorant but i noticed also too that like currently right now a lot of animations coming out of south korea and you know there's there's some questionable work ethic there uh in regard to you know is it like, are people really wanting to work or are they kind kind of being forced to work so many? So yeah. I noticed that a lot of the team uh, appeared to be, once again, sorry, it could be ignorance from South Korea, too. But the animation was absolutely phenomenal. But like that's knowing that and knowing like the Disney stuff and hearing about like Pixar and how some of these people are just like work to the death. Yep. I, I don't know. As an adult, like that's the one thing I'm like for my personal enjoyment. I'm just feeling for the people that worked so hard on this because I know that they probably were just crunched on time, no matter what, wherever it was, whether it was drawn here in the U.S. or South Korea or whatever. My heart just was going out to them because, like, I, I'm like I know number one, just to do this stuff is so difficult, but number two, like the deadlines, and I'm sure like you're not only putting out Masters of the Universe, but all this other stuff too, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's like, damn, man, but that, the animation to me was awesome. I, I was like, oh, dude, this was, ah, man, it, it really, it was 2021, but it like, it that was the nostalgia thing for me. It felt like I was watching like some like heavy metal stuff, or uh, you know, even, even Masters of the Universe, but like with better animation. Right. The beginning when they had, um, the old uh, art, the old art styles yes. playing in the credits. You talk oh. about in episode one when they were doing yeah. the intro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man, that was that was awesome. I uh, uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed. I would actually get a couple of those uh, as prints. Yeah, man. And hang them absolutely. up. Absolutely. I I don't know who stuff. did those, but Jesus Murphy, yeah. man, like those, those look really good. Uh, yeah. But to I get what you're saying, where like this animation style, uh, it 
if it, it's new, but it still feels reminiscent of the old stuff as well. Yeah, right. And I think that's kind of what really kind of I like sold me on it. Like when you were like, "Hey, let's let's do a review of it," and I was like, oh, "I didn't really have any intention of watching it, but all right, it looks it looks decently animated, and it's I think it's this I I don't know for sure. I'd have to look. I think it's the same studio that has done like the DC animated stuff as well. Oh yeah, um, I, so, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, like uh, like like I said, I know that a lot of uh, a, a lot of Asia Pacific area they they are getting a lot of um, work for for U.S. releases yep. on things. So it definitely, and that's that's what I said. I had to look a little bit more into it, but my heart was feeling. You know, you read a headline or you read like an article and stuff, and you hear about like working conditions for some people, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like. But then. Again, you watch like Netflix did a great documentary about uh, some of like the anime that's being produced for Netflix and like these studios just talking about it and they, they look like they're passionate about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I might just be like ma- making a character out of nothing. Right. But right. like I just, you know, I, I artists in these cases, especially with animation, uh, uh, always get forgotten. Um like the the animators themselves, uh, you know, it's always the voice actors are like, oh yeah. hey, it's Kevin Smith, and oh hey, we have all these big heads that are playing, you know, and right, uh, it's like really the talent that goes behind it too is the animation team, and so like I just want to give them recognition, you know, because I'm sure they work their ass off, mm-hmm. and uh, just for my personal enjoyment, you know, exactly. <laughs> so uh, definitely love that. That's the uh, that's the shittiest thing about watching animated stuff and uh enjoying animation is you're right the deadlines the grueling work the 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 actual process itself is painstaking uh to the point where if you educate yourself as to how it goes down and these guys working like around the clock for 48 hours and taking naps on sofas and drinking coffee by the gallon and all that other stuff like it's it's depressing when you when you learn all that so it's this weird kind of like I don't know like you almost have to balance like ignorance with like knowledge, <laughs> yeah right. Or you're just gonna just ruin everything you love. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, do you really want to see where all these shoes are made, guys? Exactly. <laughs> you know, stuff yeah. like that. Whatever. Yeah. It is. Do you really want to see the the factory conditions to make me a little Orco that I buy for a buck at Dollar <laughs> oh. Tree? No, you know. <laughs> It's really, I, I don't, you know, I try not to get too involved in it, but you know, my heart goes out to them because like I said, you can be passionate. Look at all the work that we do or, or that we've done in the past too, that we haven't made hardly any money for, Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, but we were, the passion was there and those are long hours and stuff. So, you know, I don't want to make a, a mountain out of a molehill uh, if, if that's the case either, you know, but like, right. I just want to give them credit where credit's due because that's something you know, all, all everyone who's and, and it was a great cast of voice actors, you know, like it was uh, everything about it was great. Um, I didn't I didn't find any of these undertones that people were finding with Tila. You know, I like I, I didn't see it as that the female uh, you know, empowerment like people, thing or what were like you talking the whole, about? Not not so much the women empowerment. Uh, I, I don't even think that was like uh crazy to be completely honest with you. No, like, like I said, like if you look at, if you watch eighties, uh, he man, you know, Tila's in there, yeah. uh, uh, you know? And so I, I didn't see anything at all, you know, no woke, uh, culture or whatever bullshit people want to say. It's um, just, I, I think it's, see, 
You know, oh, some sorry. people were claiming like, uh, like, oh, you know, this is the LGBTQ community and, and yeah. trying to push that agenda. I didn't see any of that. I, I don't know uh, where people were getting that at. Um, I, I thought that that was a little silly. Um, that, that like, number one, you would even go there. Number two, why the hell, even if it was there, like, wh- why can't they be represented? You know, yeah. like, here, here is something that we're trying to include everyone in on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, geez, man, it's, it's not, everything's a political issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, we're trying to enjoy it. And you guys, you're the ones that are making it, right. you know? So like, I didn't really see any of those overtones or undertones or any of that stuff that like a lot of people saw. What I saw was just a badass character that got fed up with people lying yep. and, you know, she's trying to find herself. Yes. I, I think that's the hero's journey, right? Exactly. That's the story. That's it. She's trying to find herself. You guys are the ones that are really making a mountain out of a molehill. So, I, you know. Uh, yes. Okay. Go, no, go ahead. I'm finish, sorry. Finish I'm it up. Finish it up. No, I was just going to say, you know, like, <laughs> sure. I would have loved to see more He-Man in the first five episodes. But you know what? I'm fine. You know, I, I I loved it for what it was. I thought, oh, okay. At first, you know, when I was watching it, and Tony, let me tell you this. I was so psyched for this. I watched this at regular speed. <gasps> you didn't do <laughs> I, speed? I did not. I oh did not double my speed on it. I watched these at their 24-minute long episodes, man. Wow. <laughs> I can't tell you. I, I, I don't know what's happening with me. I, I, I couldn't. I, I'm like blown away. I've, I've watched uh, just recently Bill and Ted face the music without watching that at double speed. And I watched uh, a Nick Cage's uh, the, the Wiley's Wonderland or whatever it's called. Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I watched that. Every, oh, wow. I love oh, that. John, too, dude, you're learning how to slow down and enjoy I'm, things. I'm trying not to. No, 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 no. I got to keep up. So, it's, okay. So that's. That first, uh, you completely destroyed my train of thought with with, with that statement because like, I'm sorry. If, if you've been listening to us for any time now, you, you'll you should have picked up on the factor that John doesn't like to pace himself. He likes to get it all out of the way really yeah. fast. So he, he he's even told me like, yeah, I listened to the show the other day, and I go, I still don't understand how you listen to our show at double speed because I think at that time like I even sped the track up a little bit. So like you were listening at like four times the speed um, of the original uh, recording. Uh, but anyways, um, personally, like with with the Tila angle and all that other stuff, uh, I was I was. 120% behind it. Why? Mm. Because like we, we had what, like, I don't even know how many years of He-Man centric storyline. So are we going to go back and repeat all the He-Man centric storyline with this new shit yeah, right. or yeah, you know, yeah, try exactly. something different? Um, so like I was, I was all about it. I was, I, I applauded uh, whoever made the decision, you know, whether it be Kevin Smith or the producers, of of killing off the two beloved characters right there at the beginning, (laughs) both, both He-Man and Skeletor. Like, I was just like, wow, that's bold cotton. Let's see if this plays out. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I I total agreement with you because that, that was exactly it. Like, I, I know sometimes you get those moments where you're just like, oh man, did they really do that just for like the shock factor? But it really made me go, what would an Eternia be like without those two? 
Yeah. You know, like how would this uh, uh, transform? How would it fold out? Like what, what would happen here? Like your champion's gone. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, and, your protectors yeah, like done. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and then to have someone like Tila who was known to stand by and, you know, basically be a, a good soldier to get fed up with yeah. like all the secrets and all this other stuff. And like, I don't know. I, I feel like nowadays, like the story for me cannot just be this basic A to B to scenario. Like I want depth in my stories. I want, I, if you're going to take like several hours of my time, give me a reason to invest in it. Yeah. Right. And I, that's probably just the old man in me getting out. Like, like, you know, stop wasting my time and get to the point already. You know, that's, that's why like, uh, infinity war end game stuff like that. Uh, for me, I have no issue sitting down in two and a half hours watching these movies because it has a really, really solid story. Yeah. Uh, even with its flaws and stuff of that nature, but back to He-Man, um, I, yeah, I was a hundred percent like, I, I didn't even doubt it. Like they did, they, they ixnade He-Man, ixnade Skeletor. And I was like, Whoa, Dude. all right. That just sold me. lights Mossman up. <laughs> he does. And I'm just like, I was like, are you shitting me <laughs> when I saw it? Like, strikes I like, that match and whoosh. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, so... here's this dude who's like been alive for a million years and Skeletor, you know, which I know that's what kind of bugged people. He's been alive for a million. He's a, he's a walking forest. <laughs> Smoky bear told us. He warned us about this stuff, you know? <laughs> Of course. What do you use really, against the forest? That's really the only thing that bothered me was how Skeletor came in and fucking ixnade everything. Like, <laughs> okay, you're telling me that for years past, <laughs> yeah, Skeletor, Skeletor has been pulling his punches because he's like some sort of Joker-oriented character where yeah. he can't exist if He-Man doesn't exist. Like, no, that's not Skeletor. Skeletor was about conquering and like taking over, um, which that ending though like i'm not gonna get to it yet but that ending yeah. i was like yeah absolutely <laughs> like I mean, it was it's the long con like and finally skeletor always had a plan and his plans were always foiled right like right. it's just it, it, a lot of more terrible plans obviously but <laughs> yes, you know of course even while e coyote caught the roadrunner once <laughs> you yeah. know so skeletor's <laughs> gotta have one thing going for him right like his day would come yeah. Uh, what, okay. So, so we'll talk about voice acting a little bit. Um, what I I really didn't have any problems with voice acting. Uh, I thought I was going to have a problem with uh, Jason Mewes, but honestly, when he came into no. the the deal, I didn't even realize it was Jason Mewes. Yeah, right. He I did think, a really great job. I honestly think the one that stuck out like the Saurus was Kevin Conroy. I know, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I was like, it. oh no. Yeah. I, yep. All I hear is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that, too, because immediately for me, it was it was Mark Hamill and, and Conroy. Yep. It was like Kevin Conroy. Uh, hearing them, no matter how well that they can do these other voices, I still just hear some of their main characters, right? Yes. Like, so, 
Even though I, I enjoyed the Skeletor voice, all I could think about basically was like Joker. Yep. Uh, you or know, some of, some of the other, yeah, some of the other stuff that he's done, you know, even skips from regular show. Like, yes. I was like <laughs> hearing some of it. I'm like, what? Yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely was, uh, uh, crazy, uh, hearing those, but you know, fun. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think who I, uh, Triclops, um, why is his name escaping me? Uh, Black Flag. Um, oh, uh, oh, uh, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. Yes, yes. yes. Wow. Yeah, dude. bro. I was, I was like, wait. I, I think I was in. I don't know. It had to be. It was close to the end. Maybe the fourth episode. I was like, wait. I thought Henry Rollins did a voice in this. Yeah, me too. And I man. had to look up who he was, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I yeah. went, obviously went back, watched it. I was like, okay, I can, I can kind of hear, it, but he's. He's phenomenal. Like, I, I would have never picked up that was Henry Dude. Rollins if uh, I didn't know. I, his voice acting was great, and I loved Triclops's crazy-ass character. <laughs> like, magic is dead. It, it was the weirdest, like, it was, it, it was such a weird, like, over-the-top atheist, almost with religion. Right. You know, I, it science reminded me. and technology is the way all hail the mother. Like, I can't even uh, do some, some of those lines were so great. Like, <laughs> it's like, we live and diode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. Take the cup from the motherboard. <laughs> oh, dude. It was awesome. It was very, like, it reminded me so much of Mad Max. Like, the way he was talking and <laughs> yes. everything. I was like, this yes. is totally Mad Max, and I'm loving the shit out of this. Oh, dude, um, yeah. Who was it? Uh, oh, uh, I was iffy. He, he's kind of a hit or miss voice actor for me. But when Scareglow, uh, voiced by Tony Todd, came in, I was like, Ooh, no one could have been better for yeah. this. Like, yeah, especially right? with like Scareglow's presence and like that whole scenario where he's uh, showing Tila and feeding off her fear and everything. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. Like, yeah, I didn't man. think he would be able to have done better because he he did. Um, Oh, what was that character in the Flash CW show? The Black Flash. Like, he was all black. I can't remember the what they called him. I'm blanking right now. But him doing that voice was phenomenal. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if they could, if he can top that. And then, like, Scareglow came on. And I was just like, yeah. dude, this is I, really awesome. <laughs> I love that. And I, I kind of like that. Well, I, I, it wasn't kind of. I did. I like the reimagining of Scareglow. Yeah, 100%. You know, that was a character that, like, a lot of people always wanted to see. You know, only saw it in the comics. And uh, it, it was different. And so, like, this time it was just, like, it makes sense. Uh, Scareglow is down there basically in their hell. Yep. And he wants to feed off her fear. Oh man, that was that was awesome. All right, uh, since we're we're in the area, um, Orko when when he when he goes up against Scareglow to stop him so everybody whew. can get away. You know, like I didn't that, see it coming. <laughs> no, dude. I, I tell you, I wasn't expecting so much death in this, man. Like <laughs> it was a lot, I, 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 dude. I so much like. The fighting and, and, you know, even I expected Jason Muse to have more. He basically only had that one line at Steam yeah. Corps and that was yeah. it, you know, Sing, and single line. Um, uh, even, uh, um, I think, uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. I, I, she, oh I think yeah. She, she was the one that voiced the, uh, one of the, uh, returnee, uh, uh, like the female that didn't speak any English or common. 
Oh. I, I, think th- I think that was her. I could be wrong, but I think that was her. Well, she was only uh, credited with one episode when I looked it up. Yeah. Um, so, and the, the name did not ring a bell that she yeah. was credited under. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so, okay, disclaimer, Orko is probably one of like the only characters I would ever like not even think about or hesitate about buying a figure. Uh, character design won me over as a kid, and then I enjoyed him through the old show. Um, so when we see or when we catch up with Orko in this one, his his magic is depleted. He's weak. Uh, he he fumbles around uh, even more than he did before. Um, and then he stands up to Scareglow, so all all the rest of them can ixnay back and basically you know complete the mission. And I was like, "You're not gonna do this." No, you're not. Are you? Uh, and then, sure shit. Like, yeah, man. Orko died, and I was like, I, I got sad. I was like, the one character, like the one character I like, ultimately like in this whole series, <laughs> and you, you fucking killed him, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, the the sacrifice of it, and. You know, like that was a character. I know that he could be kind of divisive with with fans. Like some fans loved him, some fans hated him. You know, yeah, and, yeah. And so I, I think that that kind of like brought it around. It was just like, hey, all you guys that hated him, uh, don't you feel like an ass now? <laughs> like, <laughs> he did. He was the ultimate sacrifice. Sacrifice right. his life for his yep. friends. He was like the last of his kind. Yeah. And you he know, was the last. He of was. His kind. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And. Uh, he does that, you know, he, he does that to save his friends because of his love for his friends. And yes. like, I mean, it, it's just, that's crazy, crazy to see that crazy to, that they put that in. <laughs> you know? It, like, it oh, completely man. destroyed my brain. Like I was, I, I paused after that episode. I was like, I can't believe this. Yeah, I can't right? believe, I can't I, believe, I, I can't believe he's gone. You know, another thing too, uh, I really like Lena Headey, uh, who who did Evelyn? Oh and, yes. Uh, she, you mean Mama? I, I thought she uh, she did a really great job. I like the idea of them teaming up because they saw something. There was something more than just good and evil. Yes. You know, they they realized that even even with you know that old saying like you have to have good with evil and evil with good, right? The yin, like, yin and yang, baby. Uh, it, it's there was more. They recognized that there was something above them that they wouldn't have each other. Like everything would be wiped out. So we yep. got to work together and uh, like her working along with them. And you start to see like, there's some hope for her. And then like, even hearing her, she was like, you know, I, I, I should have been a master of the universe on my own, you know, right. like why, why the hell did I follow this guy? Yep. And then all of that suddenly changes. At the I end, know. You know, like she's I just was, like, I- Fuck it, you're right. Let's go. I was I was a little blown away by it, like because because like you said, like she has this whole revelation of like you know I'm I'm much more powerful than I I know. Yeah, you know, right. I, that yeah. I give that I give myself credit for. Like I could have done what you know. Anybody, I could have easily done yeah. more than what he could. Yeah. Yes, and and then to have uh, uh, the reappearance of Skeletor, you know, we'll just, we'll just cut the shit. We'll get right to it. Uh, the reappearance of Skeletor. And then her, you know, bow down again and and join forces. And even uh, what was it, Beast Man? 
Yeah, Beast even Beastman Man was like reluctant, like to join. Yeah, but like because she did, obviously, I think that's why he did. Yep, absolutely, because that was like you can tell he loves he loves Evelyn, and yes. you know he wants to protect her at all costs, and he absolutely hates Skeletor because Skeletor has abused him. Yep, yep, you know, and uh, the, they they go through all that, and it's just like, oh man, you just watched them. Everyone in their own abusive relationship, right? Like yes. going back to the way things were to be more comfortable with what it was. Uh, that that was crazy. Getting to see Grayskull, getting to see Hero and all the others, you know, with Sweet Wondar and all that. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I love that Adam chose his lesser form. They called him Flea Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, I, I absolutely loved that. I thought that that was great. Uh him knowing that basically how crazy um that like this was kind of similar to certain religions that are are here yeah. where only certain people get into heaven while the rest just die yep. <laughs> and like uh you know adam adam re- recognizes this they're like hey dude if you go back there's no coming back here like yeah. you're just gone and he's like yep. all right fine that's cool you know <laughs> i don't <laughs> care Valhalla's cool and all, but you know what? Being with my friends and doing the the right things better. So, uh, and then all of a sudden he's there, he's getting ready, and then, boom! Right into dude, the back. Second, like the second time, blew me away. I was like, twice. Yeah, dude. Holy shit! Yeah. Twice you're gonna kill. <laughs> yeah, he caught me. Yeah, I got caught off guard on that one. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no, I was totally caught off guard because, like, I was I, obviously like he's going through the sequence. He's about to hit the notes, and. uh just gets impaled yeah, from dude. behind. And I'm just like, no, like, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be one of those stupid fake outs where like he's dying, but he, he, he lets out the, the last syllable of like power. And, um, you know, then he transforms, and he's saved again. Nah, no, man, no, <laughs> no, that, it, never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. I was just like, holy shit. Like, are we really, really ixnaying it? Like, because yeah, dude. that's that was the point. That was the point where I was like, well, I would have liked to see at least a little bit more He Man instead of just a bunch of flashbacks. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Which and I, I mean, uh, honestly, I, do you think he's dead? I don't think he's dead. I, I, I think it would be a really bad move uh, in a lot of the senses to just completely kill him off. Um. What I was going to say is I, I, I really only have one quarrel with the show and it was the flashbacks at the beginning of the episodes because mm-hmm. I feel like it was just like just held up a big, big giant sign of foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. I was just like, I was, I, I get it, I guess. I don't actually know. You know what? I don't get it. I don't understand why they, they chose to do it like that. But it was yeah. it was one of those things that like it, it's playing out, and I'm just like, this is literally like just a giant billboard saying, "Hey, this is going to come back. This is important. Pay attention." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And no, Kevin I, Kevin Smith, uh, he's been guilty of that in his comics a lot. Like, oh I know yeah, he, right. Yeah. He did that a lot with uh, his run in uh, the Green Arrow, which still hands down I think was probably one of the best runs of the Green Arrow out there. Um, but. Like he he would do that a lot. Would just like flash back, and then be like, okay, well, obviously this is gonna come back around because like, why did you open with this? Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's, 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 I, 
for me, that was just, it's kind of a bummer. I like my foreshadowing sprinkled on there. Not, yeah, right. Yeah, don't not throw so it in much, my face. Like, yeah, don't throw a bunch of that Larry sauce on, on there and yeah. expect me to not know what's going on. Yeah, I, I mean, the crazy thing, I, I, I think, I'll finish off part five, right? Or uh, episode five, and then get into kind of like our own foreshadowing of, of what's to come. But like, so He-Man looks like he's dead again. Uh, Skeletor grabs the sword. Sai had the power. And then he basically becomes Skelegod. And, and that a, scene, oh. man. Holy <laughs> Dude, shit. Like, that, 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 that's, that, that final few cells of that animation, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, right? Because it's everybody in a sixth sense always wants like that villain to like rule the yeah, day to it's win it's the what if right yeah. like you've always wondered it what would happen if Skeletor finally got the sword exactly exactly uh, so like that that feeds my 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 nerd nerve uh, really hard when the when the villain comes and conquers for the win especially in a season finale or uh, how are they releasing this uh, two parts right now. So like the, we just got part one and then we get part two, the second five episodes. I, it, it's kind of like Thanos, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Snaps right. his fingers and then everyone's like, holy shit, devastation. And you're yeah. like, you're like, uh, what just happened? I still, I, st- <laughs> I still have flashbacks of those moments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very <laughs> parallel to this. I was like, holy shit, you know, Skelegod is born. What's going to happen now? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed. Like, what do you, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You know, I, I, I could be absolutely wrong, but I really feel like, uh, it's, it's too obvious. And maybe this is why I'll be wrong about it. That like Tila's going to be the next champion. She's going to become like the next He-Man. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's, she's going to be in line to be the next. I feel like that's going to be at the end of the episode, uh, you know, maybe episode 10 or whatnot, or maybe they don't because they are also throw. And this is where I could be absolutely wrong because they played it up throughout the whole first part. Like, don't tell her about her past. Yeah. Don't let her know. And, it, right. you know, it's obvious like what it, what it is, you know, because mm-hmm. If that's the case, then, you know, she takes over and, you know, she fulfills the role of the sorceress. Yep. So maybe that's it. And He-Man stays champion. I don't know. But, uh, or, you know, maybe her, her partner, uh, and, uh, you know, her, uh, her mercenary partner becomes champion. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I, I, I could see her mercenary, uh, homie, um, becoming, like a uh, man in arms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could see that, you know, replacing. Like I, I, w- I would assume that I think I, you're right. I think Tila is going to be the new champion. And what I'm more curious about my question for part two is when she finally becomes champion, is she going to get jacked like, like Adam did or is she going <laughs> to yeah. just stay normal? Cause like, I think she should get jacked up. Like, Absolutely, like just, man. just because... like a, like wonder woman, times a thousand yeah right you get Actually, a little bit she, of that she's already bigger than too. wonder woman so yeah no i she'll probably say the same right like she probably, she probably will i mean she was jacked to begin with but uh i don't know i think that might what? be one of those things adam gets saved and he he recognizes that he has to be the king of eternia now and so uh 
he can't play He Man if he's the king. I don't know. I don't know what what way they're gonna go with it. That's that's the interesting thing about it. Mm-hmm. So I could see some people being upset about that, and maybe that's why people are upset now because they they feel like this is gonna be forced into yeah. being like. But I don't. I also don't see them being like, hey, we were gonna make this an ongoing series. You know, yeah, it's it's not that uncommon for Netflix to do something like that, where it's just like, all right, we'll make like two or three seasons of it, and then we're done. Right. Uh, until so, until it keeps making money, and then they just yeah, keep right? making yeah. No, I, I've always said like Netflix could kill a mini like kills on a miniseries level, but then they just keep like it's it's like Stranger Things, right? Like the first season was really 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 good. Second mm-hmm. season was good, but not as good as the first. Third season, you're kind of like. I think we might be drying out here and now we're waiting on this uh fourth season and it's like have we waited too long? Like yeah, is right. it not going to be the you know the same thing and it's it, it I I think Netflix really needs to realize that and I hope they they kind of do with this where they just release this mini series and go that's it. That's our story. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. And, and I, that's just it too. Like, I, I mean, I once again saw this just kind of like comics, man. Like you yeah. have so many different series in comics, uh, something, you know, how many volumes, uh, have they had a Deadpool of the, of the Punisher of Spider-Man, you know, how of many anything, books, man. how many different series, you know? Yeah. So like same kind of idea, you, you know, I mean, there's certain series of, uh, He-Man that people do not like talking about, like the new adventures of He-Man, you know, like, if this isn't your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea, right? Like, right. whatever. But, you know, I mean, if anything, enjoy it for what it is. Uh, you don't have to sit and watch it. Uh, but, like, let it be. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know what else to say about it. Um, right. These are these things that come and go. And... Uh, you know, you're always going to have someone nitpicking about stuff. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, like, whatever, man. Uh, just, before, just let be, it be what it is. Before we head out into the closure, um, one thing I wanted to really throw out there, uh, I, I don't know why I didn't think about this before watching, but I don't think there would have been anybody better to voice Tila than... Um, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy herself. Yeah. Like, like I was like, this makes complete sense. Like, if you know, if you if you watch Buffy, like Buffy and Tila, they have parallels. And I was like, it makes complete sense. Yeah, man. Like it's it just was, amazing. It just it fits so well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, thought that was great too. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll close this out with our rating system that you uh you talked up so much at the beginning there. <laughs> So, Masters of the Universe Revelations, what would you score it? Oh man, uh, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I like I said, my my only uh, criticisms criticisms of it was the fact that they made the trailer make it like it was something else. Like I really wish that they would have just been honest in the beginning. Uh, other than that, like, I, I did feel like they were trying to mislead the old fans into watching this, um, that they should have just done it 
the way it was because old fans are going to get pissed no matter what. Like you said, it's man boys. Yes. Uh, so uh, taking that out, but looking at just part one, episodes one through five. Um, gosh, I got to really think about this. How many rings did it take for Orko to stop Scarglow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to be like three out of three triclops eyes. So. Oh, but, yes. you know, I, I really think, uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was a four out of five for me. Uh, but I, I, I'm trying to think, like, what would be a... I can't think of a fun little uh, four out of a five out of all of those. So, like I said, I, did, I, I didn't have really any intention originally to watch this until you... Uh, showed interest in doing the review, you know? Um, so I had very little expectations. I thought the trailers were phenomenally put together and I was just like, this looks really, really cool. Like yeah. I, I, I just don't know if I want to invest my time in it. Um, but having, I guess, you know, zero expectation walking in and not, not being a guy that was like overly obsessed with He-Man as a kid, I wasn't butthurt at all. I enjoyed it th- throughout and uh, I would probably have to give it 7.5 out of 10 um, very angry man children. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a good one. I was going to say, uh, you know, probably 800, 800, five, or wait, no, uh, 85. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even think of it. <laughs> oh, man. 805,000 out of a million. Uh, boss man years of age. <laughs> Can't even think of what the number. I'm so brain dead. Um, I I, I will give it uh five out of ten preventable forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that'll do it for our uh, review of the first season, first uh, phase, first whatever they want to dub it as of masters of the universe revelations. Uh, I, I can't wait for the next one. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it and I definitely will be tuning in for part two, hundred percent. And not to mention they were half hour segments. Like that's really easy to digest. Yeah, man. Perfect. But yep. All right. So if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button, that bell for notifications, uh, the thumbs up, deal everything in which uh you can help us beat our own skeletor the youtube algorithm um and follow us on social media things are being posted over there you can like them comment interact you know all that things that you know usually social media is used for we also have a discord oh yeah we got yeah you've probably talk, seen the graphic a couple of times talk talk to us on that yeah let's, the, uh, you can do talk it. about some of the crazy cool stuff uh just recently was the Gambit shoes that just got released. Yeah, uh, I wish those like, soles weren't so big and I'd buy those. Like, <laughs> the soles really turned me off. I was like, man. Uh, that's like the new trend now, man. They're, they're like getting bigger and bigger. It, so, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm in no way, shape, or form a guy who collects sneakers, but like this, the third party sneaker um, factions are hitting on the nostalgia buttons like super. Super hard. Like we're talking button smashing that shit. Yeah. Dude. Um, I've seen turtle shoes. I've seen He-Man well, shoes. Even the Hasbro ones, the Nerf, those things yeah, sold the out. Nerf, like, oh, those were cool. So fast. So <laughs> those, fast. Those, those sold were cool. Out. 
Uh, Talking about secondary market prices, man. You yeah. think we're bad with collectibles? No, no. Get some sneakerheads on this uh, podcast, man. Yeah, no, that's crossover uh, episode. That's a uh, that's a whole nother neighborhood. That secondary market makes uh, action figure secondary market look like child's play. Yeah, literally. Uh, but yep, that'll do it, and we'll see you guys all next time. Tune in and stay sharp. I've been Have Tony. The power. <laughs> Have the power. I've been Tony. I'm John. And we'll see you guys later.